everyone. Live from St. Columbus College, Essendon, Australia, you're listening to Columba Live on Live FM. My name is Brielle and my co-hosts today are... Velvet, Sabrina and Ash. Our special guest today is Mr. Doe, who is a senior teacher at St. Columbus College. So, hi Mr. Doe, welcome to the show. Hi, well, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yes, um, so just to get us started, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, so, my name is Mr. Doe. Um, I teach senior maths um, at St. Columbus. I teach year 8, 9, 10, 11 and 12. And I generally teach uh, senior VC methods. Our first question is, how did you become a teacher and what led you to this career? Um, I, well, first off, I think, what, what was the question? Sorry. Um, how did you become a teacher? How did I become a teacher? I did a degree um, <laughs> and I had to pass that degree to be a teacher. Then um, I had to be vetted against, you know, all the crimes that I've committed in the past, oh, yeah, which sure. is yeah. a grand total of zero. Um, <laughs> and then um, VIT said, yes, absolutely, you could be a teacher. Um, and then I applied to, to teach. Before I started teaching here, I started teaching at um, Ivanhoe Grammar. And then I came here this year, which is really, really exciting. Um, and then I think the second part was... Why did I become a teacher? Uh, what led you to? What led me to become a teacher? I had really good experiences at school um, and I really enjoyed, um, surprisingly, my maths teachers. They really inspired me to, to become a teacher. I didn't think I'd be teaching maths if we're being really, really honest, but um, this is where I am today and really enjoying it. Um, overall, how long have you been a teacher? I've been a great uh, teacher for a very, very long time, a grand total of 13 months, um, <laughs> which is a long time in my books, I think. No, it's not. <laughs> um, have you done anything before you became a teacher? Yeah, so before I was a teacher, I ran camps of programs uh, for an organisation called the Cathy Freeman Foundation. Um, I ran camps for young Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander um, people in remote communities in both uh, regional and remote Queensland and NT. Um, I took them on camps all over Australia. Um, honestly, one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Um, so what kind of caused the, the job switch? Um, well, I finished my degree, so I had to make use of it. Yeah. Uh, but also I kind of worked myself out of a job. I think my model of empowerment is young Aboriginal people running programs for young Aboriginal people. And that's for me is more powerful. So I ended up having a young person come up through the ranks um, and then I kind of mentored them to take over the role, which kind of meant that I worked myself out of a job, uh, which isn't always the best thing in the world. But uh, for me, that's that, that was a lot more fun for me. Yeah. So do you ever regret picking teaching or is there like another job? Every day. Oh, really? <laughs> right, right, right now. <laughs> right now. Um, I, as you can see, I'm sweating. And like, I've, I've never been grilled like this ever before. It's okay. So, um, no, no, I, I don't regret it one bit. Um, I've enjoyed every single moment. Obviously, there are ups and downs. And, but at the end of the day, um, I did it because, or I do it because young people make me laugh and I, enjoy having a laugh every single day um as as young people well as as a as a three-year-old maybe you you laugh a lot in life and you know little kids they always laugh and then you get to an adult and unfortunately the average adult only laughs like 13 times a day that's pretty sad for me 
Um, and this is why I'm a teacher because I like to make people laugh. I like to laugh myself and you know, we always have a little bit of fun as well. So I don't regret it one bit. Oh yeah. So was there another job you kind of wish you'd chosen or? Um, no, no, no. I, look, the job that I did before this was, was a brilliant job and it's something that, you know, I'll always cherish for the rest of my life. And, um, it was a lot of fun, but, um, teaching at the moment is, is what I see for the foreseeable future. Do you enjoy teaching at St. Columbus specifically? No. Oh. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it every day. Imagine, oh, imagine teaching girls. Oh, <laughs> yes. no. Like um, no, I love it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, the girls here are, are really switched on. Um, they're lovely. And even, even in junior classes, um, when I walk into a classroom for the first time, I always ask, you know, hands up who likes and who doesn't like maths. And the majority of the class puts their hand up when I say who doesn't like maths. <laughs> um, but my goal is to, for, for a young person to walk out of my classes and enjoy maths more than they did at the start of the year. And if that's anything to go by, um, hopefully at the end of the year, every single one of my young people can say that, um, which, is, which is really, really good because maths isn't everyone's strongest point. Maths isn't what people actually like or enjoy. But if you enjoy coming to my class and you enjoy and, and, and engage, you're getting something out of it, which is the most important thing. Um, as someone who doesn't like math, yeah. um, I was just wondering, was there a subject that you would rather do than teach math? Good question. Um, at the moment, I, can, I think I kind of teach maths by default because that's one of my um, specialties. But um, before I was a teacher around camps, and I volunteered a lot with um, UN Youth um, Victoria, UN Youth Australia, um, and on a program called Youth Parliament as well. So my civics background is also pretty big. I'm really interested in politics um, and obviously the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander space as well. So, you know, if I could create or curate a subject, um, that would be something to do with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures, identities, peoples, um, and, and the country that we're on. Um, but also look at, you know, politics as well. Sorry, Mr. Avery. <laughs> I'm not taking your job, I swear. <laughs> um, what's your favourite thing about teaching or least favourite thing? My favourite thing about teaching um, is that every day is a new day um, and it's an opportunity for me um, to, to come into the day and really impact young people's lives. Um, and my least favourite is trying to get here before the crack of dawn to get a car park. Oh, no. <laughs> mm, that's not fun. All right. If you guys are just tuning in, you're listening to St. Columbus College, Essendon, Australia. We're here with Columba Live. My name's Brielle and my co-hosts today are... Velvet, Sabrina and Dash. And our special guest today is senior teacher at St. Columbus College, Mr. Doe. So just to kind of get back into the swing of things... Um, like a lot of students at this school really think that you're a quite easygoing teacher. Um, just wondering if you thought Tell that- Tell me more. <laughs> just wondering if Anything you thought else? that um, being a chill teacher is kind of like better for students so they kind of respond more to that kind of teaching style? That's a really, really good question. I think for me, um, being chill is one thing, but also um, having an actual interest in your young people that you're teaching is also- really, really important. Um, for me, relationships are, are, the, are the crux of, of what teaching is. And 
having your young people and being able to engage with them and having an actual vested interest in them means that they feel like they're seen and they're heard and they're respected as well. Um, I think the other thing is also making sure that, you know, you also respect and treat your young people as individuals and as human beings as well. Um, that's also something that unfortunately sometimes uh, we forget about in the, in the grand scheme of things. Um, and if we've been doing things over and over and over again, maybe that's something that we forget. But for me, it's always in the back of my mind that I need to make sure that I have a positive relationship with each and every one of my young people. Um, and if I have that, then that means that I can teach them just about anything. As a teacher, how would you measure, measure success? How would I measure success? Um, whether my young people are engaged um, in what, what, what I do, um, whether they want to, again, have me as a teacher, um, whether they actually rock up to class, because that's also a key measure of, I guess, success for me. It's not necessarily, I don't care whether a young person passes or fails or, you know, whether they hand in their homework or not. But for me, it's really, have you enjoyed coming to class? Have you improved? That's the most important thing. Um, so how would you keep your students engaged in your lessons when you always hear like, oh, why do we have to learn this? It's useless. Well, they do have a test coming up <laughs> in, in like two weeks uh, and exams as well. So like it may not be relevant for their life, but it's relevant for the next two weeks and the end of semester exam as well. So unfortunately, that's just the, the way it has to be. Um, do you feel more pressured teaching BC classes than regular classes? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's always a scary thing because um, as much as BC is a race for a young person, as a teacher as well, you try your best so that they can be at their best. And sometimes there are days where you walk into a classroom and you know that you know someone has switched off or they've given up and that is really, really disheartening. Mm. Um, and I think there's a lot more pressure when you've got also really, really high achieving students and they put a lot of pressure on themselves, which translates to the teacher as well. Um, so that's also pretty um, scary as a, as a teacher. Okay, cool. So um, do you kind of have like a favourite moment in teaching like that you've had so far? <laughs> so a a favourite moment? Just one. Um, I mean, you can go as many as you want, honestly. <laughs> um, I, I have lots of memorable moments um, every day and I – I keep what I call a, a gratitude kind of diary um, where I write down three things that I'm grateful for every single day, which is something that a lot of people, uh, I guess, could do in the future, um, but that keeps me grounded. Um, so I've got memories for most days uh, that I'm grateful for. Um, but I think for me, a, a really, really memorable moment was um, with my year nines recently. Um, I did what we call Barbie zipline. Um, where we, <laughs> oh, we um, launched our Barbies from the top of Aikenhead building down to, to the ground um, through a zip line. So that was really, really cool. Um, and my even my least engaged students um, really, really enjoyed that. So, yeah. Um, just kind of to follow up on that, how do you come up with ideas like that to really <laughs> keep like an interest in the subjects you're teaching? Good question. The internet is a beautiful place. <laughs> um, I... 
I'm on a lot of different pages. Uh, I've seen a lot of different activities. Um, there are teachers all over the world um, that are brilliant um, and they have their blogs that I've read and taking into consideration that we don't want to reinvent the wheel, right? Um, as teachers or as students, whatever it is, we don't want to keep doing the same things over and over again or doing it off our own back. If someone else has done it and they've had a success, obviously it's, it's pretty good and it's a pretty good exercise or it's a pretty good activity or whatever it is. And so if we take those and then we kind of curate it to our personal teaching style or our personal styles, then that generally also translates into success as well. All right, cool. Um, is there kind of any activities at the school that you take part in? Um, so I try my best to get to take part in all justice activities um, as much as possible. Um, and then also a little bit of extracurricular as well. My senior girls won you know, Div 1 soccer recently, uh, which is really, really cool and really, really scary because they had <laughs> penalties and penalties are very, very nerve-wracking. But um, between those, I try and get involved as much as possible because as a teacher, you want to show your students that you are um, invested in the school as much as they are as well. All right, cool. Um, so basically our next one would just be, do you have any kind of hobbies outside of school and like what are they? I like to shop. Um, oh, cool. I <laughs> like to spend money. Um, Unfortunately, as a teacher, you don't get paid too much, so I can't spend too much money. <laughs> um, but I also like to play soccer in Babington. I um, I go bouldering pretty um, often. Um, that's probably like my kind of exercise um, and I play soccer in Babington as well. Um, you said earlier about like money, how you don't receive as much as like, for, like yeah. what you do. Does mm. that like impact a lot about like the choice that you made of becoming a teacher or? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sometimes I, I think to myself, if I wanted to be rich, I would not be a teacher. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, or fortunately for me, um, I'm not in it for, for the money. Um, I'm in it for, for the young people. And that's basically the crux of everything that we do. And as a teacher, um, whether whether you believe it or not, your teachers are there for, for, for the young people. Um, and that's why they went into teaching. And um, that's just the, the, I guess, the be all and the end all and the, the moral of the story behind why a lot of people go into teaching. Um, you know, unfortunately, teachers don't get paid very well and that's okay. But if we did it for the money, then a lot of us wouldn't be here, would it? Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you to our guest, Mr. Doe. Um, it's been a great pleasure talking to you today. No, I've, I've had uh, fun. I'm still sweating bullets <laughs> um, and really, really uh, scared and nervous still, even after we're, we're done. Yeah. Yes, we're done? Yeah, we're done. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Done. <laughs> I'm still nervous. So that just, um, no, thank you for having me. All right. Live from St. Columbus College, Essendon, Australia, you've been listening to Columba Live on Live FM. My name's Brielle and my co-hosts today were Velvet, Sabrina and Dash. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you found this information useful and until next time, have a great day. 